I'm Melissa White, and this is The Spirit Room. This is a place for seekers that find themselves intrigued with working with the unseen world. I'll bring you insight into my life and work as a medium, interviews with people that I find fascinating, and also provide you with some tools to help you implement a beautiful life in partnership with spirit. So I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy what spirit has in store for us. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Spirit Room podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm here with a very special guest today. Her name is Natalie Wallstein. And I'm super excited and looking forward to chatting with her all about all kinds of things. And she's a career astrologer. <laughs> so as a career astrologer, Natalie blends ancient astrological wisdom with modern down-to-earth guidance to help creative souls and spiritual seekers discover their cosmic calling and align their life and their career with the cosmos. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. And I wanted to start off by just asking where in the world you're calling us from today. I'm in Honolulu, Hawaii. Wonderful. And you've been there for a a while now. Is that right? Yeah, I'll be on this island for about three years pretty soon. But altogether, I've lived here for about five years in the state. Okay, awesome. And because of obviously what you do, have you noticed within your own chart, like looked at the astrocartography and seen any kind of interesting stuff around your specific place that you're at now? Yes, definitely. That's kind of why I moved actually, (laughs) because I didn't know, I wasn't an astrologer until I moved to Hawaii. The stars are incredible here. Yeah. And I actually lived on the big island, which is where they actually take pictures of space. So you can only imagine it's like incredible. You can't ignore the moon there. Mm -hmm. But I did find out that that's not a good place for me to live. It was helpful. It was a catalyst. It broke Mm -hmm. me open. It helped me grow really fast. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't going to feel comfortable there in the long run. So uh, now I'm closer to a really good line. But I think ultimately I need to end up on Maui because that's where like the best line is. So I'm just like inching my way closer. Yes. Oh, that's so fascinating. And tell us, how did you even become interested in astrology? Like how did your journey begin? Yeah, it was a lot about just being enchanted by the night sky and knowing like there must be so much more to this world because I could see like blue stars and red stars and I was like, there's so much going on up there. It's so cool. But actually it was like a synchronicity where I used to be a graphic designer and I had like three clients in one month ask me to design a moon tracker for their, their business. And they all had different kinds of businesses. They all wanted it for different things. But it was like mm-hmm. all in that same month. They all asked for it. And it was really weird because that was not my niche. I was just like not a spiritual entrepreneur at that point. So mm-hmm. it was like amazing that they felt that they could come to me for that project. And through doing that project, I learned about the moon. And then that kind of took me down a rabbit hole of, figuring out that we have astrology charts and, you know, cause I felt the power of the moon so strongly and I knew there was like definitely something to it when I like observed the phases and the zodiac signs it went through. And I actually felt that mood 
as soon as it shifted into a new sign. So then I learned I had an astrology chart. And then from reading my own astrology chart, taking classes and reading books, I discovered that I was actually meant to be an astrologer from my chart. And it was pretty amazing time. I just felt like so infused with vitality and excitement that I never knew was possible to have just from reading my chart and making adjustments in my life to actually align with that. That's amazing. Amazing. So up until that point, um, had you been interested at all in like, did you notice that you were always like quite intuitive or what would you say that was like a part of your life prior to or, or not so much? I think astrology actually led to my spiritual awakening because mm-hmm. before that, I think deep down I knew I was intuitive. But I thought it was just a normal thing that happened to people, and I just happened to be questioning it. But I actually did dream about everything before it happened, like most of my life, and I still do to this day. It's actually really annoying because everything's deja vu for me. (laughs) But I just thought it was normal. And so through becoming an astrologer, I met a lot of other spiritual people, and like their stories were similar to mine. And I realized that I needed to go into this world more to help understand my intuition and harness it and not be like a victim of it because it can Mm -hmm. be scary. I'm sure people listening know Mm -hmm. (laughs) when it opens up for you. So yeah, I had a near-death experience actually when I was first learning astrology and Mm -hmm. I remembered my past lives and that I was meant to be an astrologer this whole time and it's just like now suddenly awakened. So it really caught me off guard for sure. And it keeps happening actually. I just keep having more of those experiences every couple years and I'm like, whoa, I was missing (laughs) out on so much information. Yeah, I look back on it feel the same way. Like uh, definitely my near-death experience opened the door to a whole different world. You know, things that I, yeah, I made, I might have known or had a feeling deep down, but I hadn't really, it hadn't been that apparent to me until that point, right? So I, I totally know that feeling. But what I love about the study of astrology along with your intuition and all this stuff is that with astrology, there is something more tangible for people to like see and understand and there's there's a sense of a structure and a framework which I think is really comforting for people sometimes I think also it can be overwhelming so I would have to say that I feel both fascinated and so intrigued and at the same time I'm like oh god I, I don't even sometimes know where to start but I love that that's what you provide, that you teach, and that you've got all kinds of different ways that you're bringing astrology to people. Yes, that's the thing about it is it's so powerful. It's so life-changing and affirming and validating, but people aren't going to get to those aha moments if they feel discouraged by it. So I feel like one of my biggest missions is to make it fun and easy to understand astrology, but also like your soul in general. This bleeds into other areas like self-worth and like slashing the hustle culture. And there's so much more that astrology can help you with. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I want to do is make it fun and easy so you can actually get to the point where your passion is carrying you deeper into your chart. But I think people try to learn too much at once, whereas like every one little point is like a whole universe. So it's like you can go slow and just take it one point at a time. And no one has ever mastered astrology, not even me. So don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, I feel the same way with the mediumship uh, and the teaching that I do that it's limitless. You could study 
your whole life and really just be scratching the surface. There's so much to, to know and so much to learn. And so it's equally that to me, that's exciting. And at the same time, it's like overwhelming when you really think about it. But that is super, super exciting to know that there's so much depth, there's so much richness that we can that we can find through the study of all of that. And I love what you said about the hustle culture, because I was going to ask you, as an entrepreneur, one of the biggest lessons that you've learned or experiences that have, has really shown you something that you needed to know. I think I'm just always on this mission of trying to use astrology as a guide for how to express my energy in terms of like, there's times that are not going to be as productive. So why are you like trying to push through? And there are times when you're not going to have as much energy and you could be resting and enjoying the creative downloads that are coming in or maybe not coming in. That's okay. But instead mm -hmm. we are like, I should be doing more. I need to survive. I have to compete. I am comparing myself and social media definitely doesn't help with that. Right. So yeah, I think for me, my work is my life study is like, oh, I'm so aware of the astrology every day, but that doesn't mean I always follow it. And that's right. okay. I don't think it's about being perfect and you don't want to drive yourself crazy with this stuff. But yeah, it's definitely yep. been a big lesson for me is creating space for creative downloads to come in is way more important than all the busy work. So mm -hmm. like taking a break, slowing down, like starting your day, doing something just for yourself, those kinds of things that bring you back to what really matters to you is going to make you 25 million times more successful than if you're like, oh, my to-do list says this today. And I said <laughs> I would do this five months ago when I was planning out my year and <laughs> instead of listening to your heart in the moment. So even though like I love astrology because it gives us all the answers, I see it as being the goal where you actually don't need it because you trust. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't try to be like really obsessive with it, but it does help you see that everything is happening for a reason. So don't beat yourself up if you aren't like the Energizer Bunny every day. Yeah, I I feel that so deeply on so many levels. And I would say I'm still, I'm still in that process of learning that with myself. But do you mind? So I don't know if this is like, too personal to ask somebody, but do you mind sharing with us like your your sun sign, your moon sign? Yeah, definitely. So I'm a Pisces. So my sun is in Pisces in my mm -hmm. third house of social networking. And oh. so is my moon. They're really closely aligned. Oh. So I am like all about channeling who you are on the inside out into your reality to make oh. a world for yourself where you feel comfortable like you can fully express yourself and it can feel like a lot of work but luckily your charts like this is the part you're responsible for mm -hmm. and then oh, yeah my so rising cool. sign Sagittarius oh I love it so I mean not to say I'm not trying to like make stereotypical generalizations but <laughs> I do find like just I happen to notice throughout my life that I'm really drawn to Pisces people and I'm really drawn to Sagittarius as well Libra as well it's seems to be a pattern anyway. But my, yeah, my daughter's Pisces, my mom's a Pisces, my partner's Sagittarius, and two of my, my dearest friends are both Libra. And it's kind of cool because I find, do you find this with your moon, like with moon signs, that people who have like complementary moon signs really do tend to have like an awesome kind of connection? 
Definitely, yeah, because your moon sign is what makes you feel comfortable and fulfilled and heard and seen and comforted Mm -hmm. by someone. So definitely having compatible moon signs helps. But if you don't and you can understand the other person's moon sign, you Mm -hmm. can work with them a lot easier. So it's like it doesn't mean you have to banish everyone from your life who's not complimentary. I think astrology is amazing for, you know, like working together better and understanding Mm -hmm. that other people are wired way different. A lot of times people look at the chart and they're like, isn't this normal? Don't people like, doesn't everyone have this placement? No, (laughs) that's silly. Like everybody's chart is so different. Mm -hmm. No, I could totally see that. Yeah, that's so that's so interesting. What about a common? Do you find there's any common misconceptions that people tend to have about astrology? Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot, I guess. (laughs) I think one of the things that bothers me a lot of times and also makes it hard for new people to get into astrology is Mm -hmm. that people tend to be really technical about it. So they're like really into the very minor parts of the chart that they see as being important. And that's totally fine. Like do what calls to you. But like, I don't think we need to be so obsessed with all the tiny technical details. To me, astrology is about the messages it can give you. The astrology is like the tool to get there. It's like the language. But mm-hmm. to me, the messages are what is so transformational because you, it's not enough to just know astrology. You have to actually work to embody the energy and shift your habits to like find that crystal clear connection that really helps you lock into who you are and how you're meant to share and serve this world. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. And to kind of, I would think, apply it to your life somehow and use it in in that way to kind of inspire and to guide your energy, guide your actions. And it's, yeah, I see it very much, like you said, it's a tool just like any of these other tools that we might use. Like some people might be using Oracle cards, some people might be working with spirit, like the way I do, or it could be some other practice. But Really, the idea is to lead us back to ourselves, I think. And like you said, to trust, be able to trust what we receive and what we know. Yeah, that's exactly it. I feel like my astrology chart helped me trust myself more than anything. Mm -hmm. So like this isn't something where you need to give up your power and always be planning every minute of your day according to the moon or anything like that. But it does help you see like, oh, I should notice how I'm feeling more because I'm feeling this way for uh, many different reasons. Like it can be because of the planets, by the way. So Mm -hmm. it just helps you feel a little bit less crazy. And then you can just take that with you. Like, oh, I'm not crazy. I should listen to how I feel and like jump off from astrology, I think is the goal for me when I'm teaching it. It's been awesome to notice. I think for me, sometimes it's helped me to alleviate some guilt that I feel sometimes about like where my energy's at. And then when I can look and see what's happening a bit and knowing hmm, that there may be a reason, it may not just, like you said, be me and some kind of like defect that is going on within me. Maybe this is something that I'm being influenced by, affected by. Now, how can I work with this? How can I empower myself? How can I take a step to, to remedy? So I think it's helped me to not be so hard on myself sometimes when I look at like my own chart and things like that. It's like, okay, I can see how that would be challenging. Yes, that's the thing too, is we're not meant to be clear and in control all the time. 
there's actually times when we're meant to be confused and Mm -hmm. that's part of the process. So I just feel like there's so much our culture needs to learn about our true nature as like incredible divine human people with superpowers, which we really are. And the world just isn't set up for it. So I'm hoping that astrology can help us begin to shift that as a collective into noticing how we feel more often, noticing when things aren't in alignment, giving ourselves permission to move on from those situations and not perpetuate them. Definitely, definitely. And what about, I know that you, you've you got a book just getting out there. I believe it's on pre-order now. Of Find Your Cosmic Calling, A Guide to Discovering Your Life's Work with Astrology. Tell us about that. Yeah. So the basis of my work is really helping people use their astrology chart to find their calling and turn it into their career. So my book, Find Your Cosmic Calling, is this whole guide that I've put together where you can actually look up your astrology chart and decode every single aspect of your chart with the purpose of finding your calling and narrowing in on what you're really here to do and how to do it in a way that's going to work best for you. Too. So I've taken the research from all the readings I've ever done and I put it into this really easy to follow guide where anyone can learn it. So that's really exciting to me that like people who would never have learned astrology in a million years are going to be picking up this book and actually understanding it. So exciting. Oh my goodness. I mean, to me, that's like, for many people, that's going to be such an answer to a prayer because so many people feel they're being called to do something else, something different. There's so much shifting and changing just going on in the collective to begin with. But lots of people are awakening in a big way. And it would be so helpful to have some type of guide to find a way to look at, okay, really, what is that calling? And and what does it actually look like? And all of that stuff. So I think that's going to be very, very useful for people. Yes, definitely. It was like such a revelation for me when I read my astrology chart and I actually understood it. Because it just showed me like I was so close to being in alignment. We really are guided towards our calling our whole lives, but Mm -hmm. we ignore the messages a lot of times. Like we don't realize we're doing it. It's just hard. It gets buried beneath all the expectations and other people's opinions and all that stuff. So this is like you uncovering the hidden gems within you that you already knew you had, but it's like you're giving yourself permission to actually bring it out and use it and harness it for your advantage. Beautiful. Amazing. And how was the how was the writing process for you? Like what what was that like? Oh my goodness. It was so hard. I'm not going to lie. Even <laughs> though like my dream was to write a book, my dream is to be a writer. It's one of those yeah. things where it's like very painful because like this is it. Like this is the book. So it's got to be amazing. And I didn't have a lot of time, but uh, I did it. I pushed through <laughs> yeah. and I'm really, really proud of it. It's like the best thing I've ever done. So I'm really, really so pumped for everybody to get it. Totally. And so it's it's on pre-order now. And when is it released? So it's on pre-order right now. And if you pre-order it before it comes out on January 11th, 2022, mm-hmm. you get a bundle of goodies that will help you begin to tap into your calling now, including a meditation that takes you through all 12 chakras all the way up to the cosmic galactic level of your purpose, and a workbook that helps you lay out what you already know about your calling so that when you get the book, you're right 
raring to go. <laughs> like you have lots of connections to tie to what you're learning. Oh, that's amazing. I can't wait. So I, I'm really looking forward to diving into that. What about any common themes or patterns that you notice with students? Something that many of them seem challenged by when they're starting off in their study of astrology, anything like that that you notice is like a common a common theme? I think sometimes people will focus a lot more on what they think are like difficult aspects of their chart that mm-hmm. would show like why they're being challenged more than anyone else in that area. But mm-hmm. I like to, and yes, that's on the chart for sure. And it is helpful to know about it, but I like to use the chart to empower you to step into your potential and to use what you're already good at to help others. So I think like it's better to be led by your passion and joy and excitement than to be like here's what's wrong with me I can't work a normal job like everyone else like poor me I need like certain different circumstances but instead to like own that and work toward like work with it Mm -hmm. yeah what's what's already there what's already so positive and the potential to me is the key word with what you said and that's I think so important when you look at Like when I'm, say, working with someone in a more psychic sense, like intuitively looking at their life, potential potential is a huge, huge um, theme for me too, because I always want people to know that, yes, of course, there's always going to be some challenges. You know, none of us are getting through this unscathed. We'll all have to face some stuff, but there's this potential that's there too. And so I love that. It's inspiring, I think, for people to have that into their potential and realize, oh, wait a minute, they actually have they have the tools, they can reach their potential. And here's what you can do to harness that energy. So all of that to me sounds, yeah, it's totally in alignment with how I would look at it as well. Yes, I think a lot of people are super relieved when they find out about their astrology chart, because it's like exhausting trying to be someone you're not or to fit into a box you weren't meant to fit in and or wear clothes you weren't meant to wear, whatever the situation might be. I always used to get mad that I thought I would have to wear a blazer to be successful. Hilarious. So it's like just such a relief because you're like, oh my gosh, yes, now I can just be who I really want to be. And that's not to say it's not going to be hard because you might have a lot of work to do to realign with that, but you're going to feel so guided and so sure of yourself in that process. Definitely. Yeah, it's like giving you a tool to be able to go forward fearlessly. And I think everyone needs that. Yes, it helps for sure. Definitely, definitely. What about list? Because from listening to your your podcast, Cosmic Calling, I know that you've experienced some degree of burnout before, and I was wondering if you would chat with us a bit about that experience and really what you learned through that. Yes, I think if planets in Capricorn, which is like the go getter CEO, super ambitious sign. And Mm -hmm. that is like, I love working. I can't stop coming up with crazy ideas. (laughs) And so for me, it's been like really big practice in noticing my energy, right? So funny. That's what I study. That's what I do for people. But yeah, that's been really big for me. I think I always want to be like helping, but not realizing that if I'm not helping myself, then what's the point? So for me, like in the midst of burnout and for anyone who's going through burnout, I think the best thing you can do is just like stop. It sounds crazy, but just like don't work. I know it sounds awful, but it's like whatever's going to fall apart maybe wasn't meant for you anyways. And that's, I know, it's I'm turning into a Scorpio rising lately because I found out about my Vedic astrology chart. And now I'm like, burn it down. But 
Yeah. So for me, like taking a step back and making space, doing yoga, meditating, like surrendering to the universe to tell me how I'm meant to serve is actually in my best interest. Whereas I think we need to be like super strategic and we must like beat out the competition and figure out how to trick people into buying us or something like that. But the best insights come when you make that space and you might hear a voice telling you that you've been ready to move on from what you're doing and that's why you don't have energy. It's not always because you're working yourself too hard. You can be exhausted because you're just straight up out of alignment and it's just like exhausting trying to alter your energy in a way it wasn't meant to be. That's so, so true. It could be, it's true. It could be a a focus on something that is not actually feeding you the way that you might need it to. Definitely. Yeah, no, I I totally resonate. Yeah, that's amazing. What do you think also? I was really curious about your perspective on this because I I really don't know. I have a feeling, but I'm not sure. How do you feel about astrology being used predictively for certain things? Yeah, it works. It's kind of creepy, actually. (laughs) You can definitely forecast the future with astrology, but what you're really forecasting or predicting are energetic events. So that Mm -hmm. means you are likely to feel a certain way. So Mm -hmm. you don't always know what the cause of that is. You only know what you could say the effect or maybe the event rose up and happened because of the energy because you need to feel that way. Who knows? It's crazy. But yeah, you definitely can predict things. But I do think your intuition already knows what to do. So a lot of times people will come to me for a session and they'll say, can you tell me when I should launch this in my business? And yeah, I can totally tell you when you can launch something in your business, but you're going to feel it. That's really like as a double Pisces. I feel everything so strongly and Mm -hmm. I want to help other people like learn to tune into that and a lot of it's like quieting down and just asking yourself and trusting yourself so like even though there's so many amazing tricks and tools and techniques with astrology that get really crazy accurate I it's more important to trust yourself because you're already aligned with this energy even if you don't know what it means Yes. Oh, I I totally agree. And then what about because I had someone I can't remember who I was talking to, but they mentioned that somebody told them they can look on their chart and see how they're how they're going to pass away or like when and I was like, I don't even first of all, I don't even know if that's something I would want to know, or I would want to (laughs) tell someone even if I, you know, because people ask me that psychically. And I'm always like, No, I'm not. Why? Yeah, I'm like, I don't think that would be empowering for you to know that necessarily. But do you think that there is some truth to that, 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 like being able to see that in someone's chart? Honestly, like I said, you're predicting energy. So the energy of death might not be physical death. It could be mm-hmm. the death of an old way of life or something that really challenges you and puts you yeah. between a rock and a hard place, but you don't die from it. Yeah. So yeah, like I can see how you could speculate, but honestly, yeah. I have actually, this is kind of creepy, but I did actually look at my grandfather's chart mm-hmm. for the day that he died mm-hmm. and it wasn't what you would expect. Wow. It was basically like the north node of future destiny and mars were aligned and the north node is like your next chapter your next journey your next level so Mm -hmm. it's like he was ready for his next level Mm. so it doesn't always have to be like we painted so negative death but it's just like we've died so many times already you don't realize it but (laughs) it's just like a part of this whole process and i think it's good like maybe to fear it a little because you like want to actually make the most of this life and not that's it 
yeah, throw it away, be, right? There has to be some kind of balance there. Yeah, because I know there's some people that are just absolutely terrified. And then I do know some people that are like, whatever, like whatever happens, happens. I'm here for a good time. And I'm like, I think a little balance is good there so that you can appreciate it and you can enjoy and you can kind of, like you said, make the most out of the lifetime that you're in. But it is, yeah, it is interesting to look at that. But I just wondered, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, to me, I feel like there's so many things that is up to our own, up to our own free will. There's so much that's up to us. So I would imagine, yeah, there's some things like you said, you could, you could kind of speculate, you could look at on the chart and it would make sense. But as an actual definitive predictive tool, I would say, yeah, it's probably comes down to our own knowing and our own intuition anyway. Yeah, I think that's what confuses people about astrology sometimes. When you read a horoscope, they might Mm -hmm. explain the energy and give examples as to ways it could play out, but it doesn't exactly happen that way for you. It's just the energy is present in the situation. So yeah, it confuses people for sure because it is a really complicated study. But yeah, it really comes back to, I think, strengthening your intuition. Like in the end, that's what I've learned from studying it this long is it's really enhanced my intuition. I bet. Yeah. And and it's cool, I think, too, to be able to look at it from your own intuitive outlook and then to look at the chart and see how you can be sort of validated in some of that stuff. It's almost like that you can I just love how everything is connected and you can kind of see that when you look at the chart. Right. So that to me, that's that's so fascinating to look at. Yeah, it's beautiful to see that there is this cosmic order to all things, but it isn't constricting. It isn't like, here's exactly what you're going to look like and what you're going to do. There, You get the free will, but it just lays out the framework, like how your DNA is, which is, yeah, so amazing that we have this. Mm-hmm. Like a kind of like, yeah, it's like your owner's manual to this lifetime. Yeah, that's a perfect. Yeah, that's an analogy. What about inspiration? What would you say inspires you the most? I'm on this endless quest as a Sagittarius rising to just understand why we're here and how to make the most of it. So for me, like even as even though I'm an astrologer, I very rarely read astrology books. I'm always reading books about like past lives and quantum healing and things like that and trying to understand how astrology fits in this bigger picture. So I'm always like learning crazy new things and trying to figure out how to not freak people out about it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Amazing. Well, I, I think that the trick is, I think, with any of this stuff is to just remain continually as inspired as you possibly can be, because that's really what carries think it's what carries us through. And obviously, a lot of hard work that goes into what you've done and what you continue to create and all of that. But I think that because of the inspiration and because it is in alignment with who you are so like strongly, there's this ability to continue, like continue forward, continue growing and evolving. So that's a beautiful thing to see unfold. And I think it really does inspire other people to look at their life and think, oh, like in what ways could I evolve? In what ways could I be living more so in alignment with who I am on a soul level? So I think your podcast, your book, the work that you're doing, your teachings, all of this is going to be such an inspiration, continue to be an inspiration to other people. Thank you so much. Yes, that's my goal for sure. 
Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. So what about just for those people that are now really curious about the book and looking at their their career through an astrological perspective, is there any like indicator or something that people can be aware of when they look at their chart that's sort of like a even if it's just a general sense of showing them something they'd need to know about their about their possible purpose or calling as far as a career goes? I'm sure there's a ton, but like, is there one that's sort of indicative of that in a way? Yeah, so they're all super important. When I do mm-hmm. a reading, I look at every point because I want to bring all the pieces of you together. Right. But if you were to get started, I would say just start with your sun sign and look at which house it's in. Even like that one piece of your chart can help explain how you express yourself the best creatively. And that's what's going to give you that inspiration to shine your light and go forward. So the sign is the energy and the house is which area of life you channel it into. So for me at Pisces in my third house, I meant to channel spiritual, it doesn't have to be spiritual, but uplifting and inspiring messages that help connect people to the bigger purpose or bigger picture. So that right there is like, whoa, I was not doing that. And it really helped align me. So if you can start with even just your sun sign and which house that's in and just try to embody that first, and then you can move on from there. Ah, beautiful. No, that's a great starting place, starting place for people. What about dreams for the future? What are you sort of looking at going forward? What's, what's your next, what's your next steps? I definitely feel like I let all my Capricorn take the lead in the beginning of my business. So I've been working at this for five years now, and I've built up a lot of different things. And my goal this year is really just to simplify and slow down and carve out more white space for studying and researching and daydreaming and channeling and whatever comes through so that I can like maybe write more books or create courses and things like that. So that's kind of where my head is at right now is like doing less with more intention. Mm. Oh, I love it. I think that's beautiful. And I mean, I don't, I feel even just like listening to your voice and all of that, there is such a healing quality. And I think it's not only just the the sound of your voice, but it is the energy behind it. So anything that you might be interested in that involves, you know, your voice and guiding through meditation and all that stuff, I think is such a beautiful addition. I feel like that's going to be reaching people definitely will respond to that. So yeah, such a such a cool a uh, combination of the written word, the spoken word, and all of the creativity that goes into that. So that is beautiful. Well, I certainly, I certainly love that we got to chat and got to offer some insight and inspiration to people that are listening. Where can people find you? Aw, thank you so much. You can find out more about me and my work, my podcast, my book, all the stuff at soulshineastrology.com or follow me on Instagram at soulshineastrology. Beautiful. Well, I so appreciate it. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. And yeah, just wish you all the best. Thank you.